What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio podcast. I'm glad that you're joining me today. We're going to be talking about keeping first things first and really learning how as believers to keep our priorities straight, right? To seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and how really that staying aligned with that is the key to seeing everything else added unto us, right? Um, And before I get into it, I just want to encourage you, if you have been following the podcast for any amount of time um, and you have a testimony, we want to hear from you, whether it's a testimony of something God has done in your life, in your family, or even if it's just a revelation, something that you learned, something that you received that helped you. We want to hear from you. We want to connect with you and believe with you, continue to pray for you. So we encourage you to leave a comment. You can DM me or my husband on Instagram. Um, We would love to connect with you. And so, so let's dive right into today's topic. So I want to talk about really as my foundational scripture, Matthew 6:33, which I mentioned a couple weeks ago on one of my podcasts, and I wanted to do this to dive more into it. Um, you know, a lot of these things I'm going to share with you are things that I feel like the Holy Spirit actually put on my heart in December of last year, and I've kind of just been waiting for the right time to share on it, and I feel like this week I wanted to just share these things with you. And this may be a shorter podcast, but I believe that we're all going to leave this time of the studying the word of God, leaving with a greater desire to keep first things first in our life. Because I don't know about y'all, but we all know, especially living in America, there are so many things fighting for our attention, fighting for, um, you know, our focus, but really that's why this is a daily practice, recentering ourselves. Lord, today I surrender my life again today. Lord, I put my life on the altar again today. Lord, today I look at you. I fix my eyes on you again today. I make a decision today. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. I'm not going to seek building my kingdom first, right? It's a daily decision that we all must make. And so I want to start by sharing with you This is something that I felt like the Lord spoke to me in December of last year, just as a warning. And it really goes for anyone, no matter who you are. Um, That's something, you know, we always have to go back to, right? Keeping our hearts pure, keeping our hearts pure, especially, I'll just add this in, especially if you are someone that is gifted, um, you know, in the ministry, especially because, you know, the Bible says that the giftings and the calling of God is without repentance. So many times, you know, you can keep operating in your gifting and it's powerful and it's all this kind of stuff, but that doesn't mean anything really, because like I said, the gifts are without repentance. God is not going to take your gift away. So you can continue operating in a gifting, even when your priorities get all out of whack. So that's why it's even scarier when you do have a gifting or a ministry calling on your life, right? That, uh, you keep Jesus number one, that you keep first the first love in your heart burning and alive because you can continue to do what God's called you to do and the hand of God has been lifted. And that's why Jesus even said, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we do these works in your name? And he will say, depart from me for I never knew you. And understand that God is not just looking for you to do a bunch of stuff for him. God is looking for intimacy. God is looking to have an intimate relationship with you. God is looking for your heart. And so I want you to keep that in mind as we're going through this, really that, and we're going to talk about that. Many times people can think when, it, when Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God, he wasn't talking about seeking first, running around and doing a bunch of things. 
that seem good, that seem spiritual, even though, you know, we should serve in the church, we should minister, we should do all these things, right? To build the house of God, to, to win souls, to see the gospel advance. Yes, 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 we need to do all those things, but they must flow out of something else. They must flow out of the work that God is doing on the inside of you, right? It's not just running around doing a bunch of external things. So Matthew 6.33, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so Jesus said, the kingdom of God is not over here or over there. The kingdom of God is within you. So when Jesus is saying, seek first the kingdom of God, he's talking about make your priority the kingdom of God, the work that God is doing on the inside of you. And everything will flow out of that, right? But I feel like many people can get caught up in this, like, especially if you've been in church for a long time, you can run around doing all kind of churchy things and think that you're all good and your relationship with God is all good. And, oh, wow, it's awesome. I, I volunteered this many hours this week and I went to this many church services and all this kind of stuff. And th those are all good things. That, that should flow out of your relationship with God. But you have to remember that when, when he's saying, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it's talking about what God is doing on the inside of you. You know, what are you doing on a Monday morning? On a Monday morning, after you've been at church, you know, on Sunday, Monday morning, we have to wake up and surrender our lives again. We have to wake up and pursue to know him more. Every single day, this is a daily decision, a daily walk. And so in December, I felt like the Lord had challenged me with this. He said, be careful not to sow the strength of your youth building your own kingdom. And this doesn't only apply to youth. It could apply to anyone, but especially if you're young, be careful that you don't waste the strength of your youth building your own kingdom. What does that mean? Building for yourself a cute little American life at the expense of your spiritual life. Because many people can spend all of their life, all of their effort, all of their focus, right? Building all these temporal things. And then on the inside, your spiritual life is falling apart, right? But Jesus promises, if you make your priorities correct, he will add all those other things unto you. Everything that the world is dying trying to get, God will just add it unto you if we will just keep first things first. And so let me read you another scripture. First John 2, 17 says, and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. Everything that people are running around trying to get, all of it is fading away. But anyone who does the will of God will live forever. So the kingdom of God, what is it talking about? He's talking about seek first that which is eternal. That which is eternal. And understand that the kingdom of God is within you. So let's talk about the second part. So he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so many people think that this means, okay, well, I got to I gotta try really hard to do everything perfectly. I got to just do everything right. I got to seek first his righteousness. And yes, you should try to do things correctly. But really, when you understand this in context, Jesus is talking to Jewish people who were so used to living under the law, right? They were living under the law. They had to do all these crazy external things to try to measure up to this standard of the law so that they could be at peace with God. And Jesus is giving them a whole new dynamic. He's saying, instead of seeking first your righteousness and doing all these things in, in your own flesh, trying to measure up to the law, seek first 
His righteousness, whose? Jesus, the righteousness of God in Christ that we've received by grace through faith. Righteousness is your perfect right standing with God that was credited to you as a free gift by grace through your faith. So when Jesus is saying to seek this first, he's talking about seeking Jesus first. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Jesus has been made unto us righteousness. The person of Jesus is our righteousness. And when we received the righteousness of God, we were joined with God. We are in union. We are in, at peace with God. So when Jesus is saying to seek first his righteousness, he's saying seek first this union with God that you have received as a free gift by grace through your faith, through believing on what Jesus has done right? So that's what he means when he says his righteousness. It's not so much about I got a behavior modification. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about a deep work that's happening on the inside of you as a result of you being joined with God by his free grace, a gift of free grace because of your faith, because of believing right? And really, it's, it's, that's how we receive everything from God. And I've talked about this so much that your believing is how we receive everything. That's how we receive our right standing with God. It's how we're going to receive all these other things that God will add to us, right? It's because of our faith. It's because of our believing. And even, this, this is on a side note, but something else I felt to share with you too about faith. And y'all know I'm all about faith. If you've been following the podcast for any amount of time, you know, I'm all about faith. I have a whole series on faith that you can go listen to on my podcast. But I want you to understand that when it comes to faith, faith is not just a formula so that you can get God to do something. Right. And let me tell you, if you use the word of God that way, it probably still work for, will work for you. Why? Because God is faithful to his word. Even when we are faithless, God remains faithful to his word and the word of God does not return void. So you know, people can get so whatever in the faith thing and have a misunderstanding. Okay, faith is this formula. I do X, Y, Z, and God will give me X, Y, Z. But I want you to understand that in light of what we're talking about, faith is not a formula. Faith is when your eyes are opened to the cross and to who Jesus is, that he becomes more real to you than anything that's going on in the natural right? It's the person of Jesus Christ becoming so real to you that whatever you may be dealing with in the natural, it doesn't even phase you anymore. It's not a question as to whether God will come through, right? Because Jesus has become real to you. Faith is about a person. It's not just about you doing a set of principles. Faith is when the cross, the blood, the covenant that we have through Jesus Christ, it's when that becomes more real to you, more precious to you, more valuable to you than anything that you're dealing with, right? And you will see the hand of God. You will see the miracle. God will do all these great things in your life, right? But understand that faith is not a formula. Christianity is not us just doing X, Y, Z to get God to do X, Y, Z. Like I said in the beginning, God is after your heart. God is after intimacy with you ultimately. And so this is another thing that I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me that I want to share with you. Because especially in America, we can get so caught up in running after all these other things, right? Even we'd be using our faith, running after all these kind of things, when really God himself is our inheritance. And God will give you all the other things. If you, you know, 
I believe that God will prosper you. I believe that God will bless you with material things. I absolutely believe that. But when you have your priorities straight and when you keep first things first, all those things don't really mean much to you anyway. And that's the reality. And that's why Dr. Rodney Howard Brown always says, if you've heard him say this, he says, when everything means nothing to you, God will give you everything right? God wants your heart. God is after your heart. He'll bless you with all that other stuff. It's all secondary, right? But I wrote this down and I want to share this with you. I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, seek my kingdom first and I'll add the other things to you. Be careful not to spend your efforts building your own kingdom, the house, the car, the American life. At first, it may look like you're giving up a lot, but in due time, you will reap a harvest of my glory and it will be greater than anything that you could have built for yourself. That right there, let me tell you, that's powerful. And that's a key to seeing the hand of God in your life. At first, it may look like you're giving up everything to seek this one thing, but you realize that when you seek the one thing, that God will add all those other things unto you anyway. It's land yap, it's extra, really. And so, and I felt like this scripture too came to my heart, Matthew 19, 27, Peter responded to, and said to Jesus, behold, we've left everything and followed you. What shall then we receive? Peter was like, Jesus, we have given up everything to pursue you. And maybe you're watching this and maybe you have given up. You've given up a lot. To, to pursue the calling of God. You've given up a lot to be all in for Jesus. I want to tell you that it is beyond worth it. This was Jesus's answer. He said, everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or parents or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit in eternal life. So Jesus said, whatever you've given up for my sake, you better believe that you'll receive it back a hundred times now and in this life. So it's, it, understand that when we keep first things first, God will handle the rest. God will pour back on you everything and more that you could have dreamed or, or anything that you could have done for yourself. God will just add it unto you. God will add it unto you. And so this is another scripture I had written down. First, uh, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy 1.9. It says, for it is he who saved us and called us with a calling in and of itself holy and leading to a life of consecration. Not because of anything we had done, but because, because of and to further his own purpose and grace. And so the word consecration, when it says that the calling of God upon our lives, he called us to a life of consecration. The word consecration means set apart, different than the world. Understand this, in order to fulfill the call, you cannot do things like the world does it. Stop making plans to build your kingdom. Stop making plans to build your kingdom. Put me first and watch what I will do. And that's what God is saying to us, right? We have to daily make a decision. Lord, today, I'm not going to build my kingdom. Today, Lord, I'm putting you first. I'm going to seek first. Lord, what do you want to do in me? What do you want to do in me? And according to the power that is at work in you, God will do exceedingly abundantly above anything that you dare to ask, think, or even imagine. It's powerful. Another scripture I want to read you. Today, I'm basically just sharing with you a bunch of scriptures that have been on my heart, that I had to get off my chest. This is another one, 2 Chronicles 16.9. It says, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support 
those whose heart is completely his. And so the thing about this verse is he's supporting those whose hearts are completely his. And so if you are lacking support, if all things are not being added to you, we have to go back to Maybe our hearts are not completely his. We have to go back to laying our hearts, laying our lives back on the altar and saying, Lord, I give you my all. My heart is yours. My affection is yours. My devotion is yours. I give you my full attention. I give you my entire life, Lord. No matter the cost, I lay my life on the altar again. And those whose hearts are completely his, when your heart is burning with the love of God, love for God, love for his kingdom, love for his purposes, love for souls. God will strongly support those whose hearts are completely his and understand that every single day, God's eyes are looking to and fro throughout the whole earth. He's looking for someone like this. He's searching for people whose hearts are fully his so that he can strongly support them. And so that's really all I wanted to share with you today. I want to encourage you, whatever season of your life that you're in. We all go through different seasons, but there is never a season in your life where God can go onto the back burner, right? Where we can, we can just get so focused on building our own earthly kingdom, right? Doing all kinds of external stuff. And maybe it's good things. I'm not even saying it's not good things, but ultimately anything that takes the place of God in our heart is an idol. And I believe that God is calling us to another level of consecration. You know, you can't see, if you want to see the increase of God in your life, if you want to see God take you to another level, it's going to require another level of consecration. Lord, I'm setting my life apart. All these other things that everyone is running after, I'm going a different way. I'm, I'm going to run after the kingdom of God. I'm going to pursue the revelation of righteousness, which is what? It's the gift of Jesus Christ, what he did for us on the cross, when that becomes your greatest focus in life. It's like Paul said, he said, I, I consider to know nothing apart from the cross, right? He, he made it his purpose in life. Lord, I don't want to know anything apart from the cross. That was his main focus to know Christ more, to understand the power that was flowing out from the resurrection. And when that becomes your first thing, God will add all these other things unto us, right? And so I just want to pray for you wherever you're at. Maybe you feel like your heart has gotten off course, right? And it happens to all of us, right? When we need to recenter ourselves, right? To seek first the kingdom of God, to allow the first, that first love to burn in our hearts again. So I want to pray for you wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this, watching this, I want you to just lift up your hands. Lord, I thank you for every person that is tuned into this podcast. Lord, I just thank you that as your word has gone forth, Lord, I thank you that your word comes to enlighten us, to correct us, to bring us freedom. And Lord, I thank you for the grace flooding every every single listener, the grace to seek you first all the days of our life. Father, the grace to never be distracted by the things of this world. Lord, the grace to never build our own kingdom. Lord, but that we would seek the advancement of your kingdom first and that we would watch you build for us, Lord. We thank you that it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit. And Lord, I thank you that even now, a fresh fire, a fresh love, that first love is is coming back into the hearts of your people today in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.